In our last series, Winning the War in Your Mind, we looked at how we need to refocus our current model of life and look to God and Jesus as a way to become better individuals. During that same series, I stated that many outside influences can be a step in the right direction or the wrong direction, and it is the choices we make that creates the outcome. So what is the issue in this series that is a next step in winning the war in our minds? Well, it's about the grudge, and I'm not talking about the movie of the same name. The best way to illustrate this grudge is to look at wokeism in Hollywood and in our video games. And we've seen, over the last three to five years, woke ideology has entered every facet of our lives. It has become a cancer because it is a forced, mind-controlling movement that does not care about lessons learned from the past. Wokesters shout for equality, extreme feminism, and other ideals that, if they let go of their narrow focus, their grudge, they can see the major leaps in our mindset from even way back in the early 2000s. Now, when I was in high school, I was taught, you know, really to question the past, but also to debate issues and to come to a mutual understanding with others, even if the other person or I never changed our beliefs. We were never taught to adulter the past, as the bad guys from World War II tried to do. You know, we were never told to be absolute, manipulative, nor force people to think with a hive mind. Absolutes are the path to the dark side, and not only of the force, but of your heart. Many have changed from the dark to the light, but today, many are finding comfort with being in this evil thought process. Wokeism is evil. It will never let you go, and in the end, you will never be woke enough for the cult of the woke. And that brings me to Disney, a company so woke that more families, kids, and investors are removing themselves from their once glorious media empire. Now, I am going to quote the Bible, but even Disney pre-woke had some great things to say about us non-woke people with lessons for our woke population. I feel the film Zootopia brings this to light, and some of the best quotes from that movie, and also from another movie, Frozen, captures the ideals that God and Jesus has for you in your quest to surgically remove the grudge. So starting with the movie Frozen, as you know, Elsa sings about letting go, which so happens to be the theme for this loading screen. But one thing she does is states that the, you know, at the end of the song, the cold never bothers her anyway. This happens after the red herring antagonist calls Elsa a monster. And in a brief moment, Elsa pauses to think about the action against her and then how to react. This pause is a gap in the moment, a place where we and Elsa must choose how to react. And this gap needs to be filled either by anger, resentment, offense, etc., which is a quick and easy solution. But I say to you, go back to each time you were offended and had to choose, in a brief but critical moment, how to react. What did you fill in this gap? Well, it's easy for the negatives to fill this gap because we are trained to do so through experience or direct teachings. However, I recommend trying something different. Try injecting love, not offense or anger, into that momentary gap of time. And 
you know, doing so, there, you know, even the Bible says in two places where we need to interject love because it is a greater and wiser choice. In the first place, Proverbs ten twelve, it says, "Hatred starts fights, but loves pull, a, but love pulls a quilt over the bickering." And later on in Proverbs, and we are going to uh, chapter 17, verse 9, it goes, Overlook an offense and bond a friendship. Fasten on to a slight and <laughs> goodbye, friend. Look how wokeism has latched on to slights and offenses, then broke up friendships, families, even communication. Officer Judy Hopps succumbs to the mob mentality, or Zootopia's version of wokeism. There are two points in this film which reaffirm these thoughts. The first is when Chief Bogo sharply rebukes Hopps' idealism of Zootopia with, Life isn't some cartoon musical where you sing a little song and all your insipid dreams magically come true. So let it go. You know, funny, he does say let it go here. And not only as an Easter egg, which, you know, Disney is good at doing, but also what we need to do with our unfounded woke idealism, or even unfounded standard idealism. And later, Judy realizes the issues are never black and white in the city, like her ideals, and begins to change, because she says later on, on the farm, you know, getting gray was a jerk that happened to be a fox. I know plenty of bunnies who are jerks. Oh, and correction, that's um, talking to Nick when she wants to resolve uh, and apologize. So her ideals are reinforced at this point, but modified to understand the whole picture and not be narrow-focused. It is resolved in the end, like all Disney movies, when Hobbes gives a poignant message at the Academy. If the world is only going to see a fox as shifty and untrustworthy, there's no point in trying to be anything else. So how does Judy Hopps go from this unwavering ideology to a more pragmatic and flexible understanding of the world she is in while keeping her ideals? Now, I think the interview with Gazelle really sums it up perfectly. She says Zootopia is a unique place. It's a crazy, beautiful, diverse city where we celebrate our differences. Now, our world is a unique, crazy, beautiful, and diverse planet. We use to celebrate with everyone our differences. Wokeism, with its grudge, destroyed that common thread. Thread. It is sad. It is depressing to think that in a short five years... Wokeism halted over 40 years of bonding, understanding, respectful debate, and of course, respect for all. So, as we finish here, you're probably asking, well, why should I let God and Jesus in my life? I know what to do. Put love in that reasoning gap before I react. Well, here's my answer. By allowing yourself to know God and Jesus, you unlock the knowledge of what pure, unadulterated love really is. God and Jesus show us, the commoner, how we need to love. Our love needs to be unconditional because with this unconditional love, you begin to forgive and begin to detoxify the grudge from your heart. Until next time.